Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Yeah, can I have a number three with cheese and uh, a large coffee? Wolfen down your lunch. <laughs> Serving up today's top sports stories with Wolf and Luke. And does it smell good? Presented by Stadium Swim at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' ultimate sports fan destination. It's noon. It's Wednesday. It's time for Wolf and Down Your Lunch. Aaron Maloney's here. Aaron? So Suns head coach Frank Vogel joined Vic Lamarada this morning as they continued Newsmakers Week with day two. So how excited is he for the next 27 games? And every game is going to feel like a playoff game. And, you know, quite frankly, you know, there, there are. There are a ton of really good teams. Uh, we saw last year when a team like the Dallas Mavericks with Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic doesn't even make the play-in tournament. Just, just how um, how close these, these races will become. Uh, there will be a team this year that you know has super high expectations that doesn't make the playoffs, you know, or, or doesn't make the play in even, you know, and um, you know that's why every game matters. You got to come out of the gate strong and, and win as many games as possible. You know, the competition in the Western Conference is fierce, and uh, but it's something that we welcome. You know, I, I think honestly, I, I think having it uh, having it be that fierce. And have these regular season games uh, be so intense are only going to help us uh, help prepare us for the the playoffs and help us have have success during that that run. So, you know, we we embrace it, we welcome it, and uh, feel very confident that we're going to come out on top. What are your expectations for the Suns' last twenty seven games of the season? Just that they get noticeably better. Um, I know that's very vague, but <laughs> but it's also. It's vague, except like I'm just talking about what they did from Christmas to now. Anybody watching this team before Christmas and then watching them, you know, late January and then watching them going into the All-Star break, you could see marked improvement and them just looking like a better team. The team that they are right now would destroy the team that they were in December if they played head to head. So it would I don't know if they can keep improving at that rate, but it would be really nice to, to go into the playoffs fully healthy thinking, you know what, this team in early April would have beaten the Suns team back in January. That, that to me, is the goal. Wow, that was that was so cool to hear Frank Vogel actually say, I think every every game's going to feel like a playoff. What about game. everything I said? Was that cool? No, that was all right, okay. but still, I, I wanted to hear Frank <laughs> and what he said right there, trial by fire. Isn't that right? I think this is going to be the great thing about it over the next 27 games. And what do I expect? Oh, I expect them to get better on the defensive end of the floor. That's what, what I expect. I expect them to win games. I expect them to win a lot of games. And I expect them to get better on the defensive end of the floor going into the postseason. My expectation's going to be really, really high for this team going into the playoffs. So our Sanderson Ford poll question is up now at ArizonaSports.com, and it asks, who should be the sun center in crunch time for the playoffs? Kevin Durant, Yusuf Nurkic, Thaddeus Young. Yes. <laughs> All three. Saying, you know, who knows? I do think it matters. The matchup matters. I, I would say not. Thaddeus Young he hasn't played a game yet for the Suns. I would. I would lean Nurk if I have to give like a universal answer. Yeah. But there will be times when it needs to be Kevin Durant. I'm totally with you on that one right there. Yusuf Nurkic. I'm going to lean on him and lean towards him because he's starting to throw his body around. More of an enforcer. I like that. I think this team needs that. So 65% said Nurkic, 28% Kevin Durant, 7% Thaddeus Young. 
The NFL draft is just two months away, so let the countdown begin. Here's ESPN draft analyst Matt Miller on a few teams having Malik Neighbors ahead of Marvin Harrison Jr. Malik Neighbors, the wide receiver from Louisiana State, is right there with Marvin Harrison. I I wrote in my post-senior bowl mock draft, I talked to three teams at that time uh, who had Neighbors ahead of Marvin Harrison Jr. So that doesn't mean that when we get to April 25th that you know, the Arizona Cardinals are going to take Malik Neighbors over Marvin Harrison Jr. But I think it's more of a conversation than a lot of people have, have maybe considered at this point. That because Neighbors is the most dangerous receiver in college football in terms of what he can do yards after catch. When the ball is in his hands, he is a difference maker. And for some teams, that might be more enticing than the, you know, kind of polish and size of Harrison. Do you think that's a legit conversation to have? No, I'm just saying right now, um, I trust no man, especially as we're approaching the NFL draft. And I realize it's February right now based on our names, but three teams, three that actually have Malik Neighbors ahead of Marvin Harrison Jr. I- I'd like to talk to those three teams. I'd like to know who those three teams are. Yeah, it's it's easy to be an anonymous team that likes this over that, right? Now, I, Malik Neighbors, if the question is, do you think it's a legitimate conversation? I, yeah, I mean, he had he was really, really good at LSU. Yes. Uh, I think to a certain extent, I could buy that there might be a team or two that's like what he brings, because it is different than what Marvin Harrison Jr. brings, maybe fits what they need more. But I just think overall... And it's going to keep going down this path for the next two months. People are going to look for reasons for Marvin Harrison Jr. to not be the best receiver. And nothing's going to change other than the combine between now and April. The College Football Playoff Board of Managers unanimously approved a model that will guarantee the five highest-ranked conference champions inclusion in the expanded 12-team field this fall, along with the next seven highest-ranked teams. Do you guys like this? Do you think they got it right? I, I, yeah, I mean, it's never going to be perfect, right? right. Um, but yeah, I think for the most part, you eliminate what you had this year where a, a team from your Power 5 conference conferences went undefeated and still didn't get in somehow. So you eliminate that. I think having a team from the group of five guaranteed to get in every year is, is huge. You got to have something like that. And then from there, I'm sure they'll mess it up in, in you know, each year individually but overall i think this is but i i wouldn't i like i wouldn't expand to 16 in three years like let's leave it here Please now. don't do that yes no i'm i'm with you on that one luke i love the 12 teams i thought eight would have been the right number but i'm okay with 12 you want to err on the side of caution yeah i understand that you want to err on the side of being fair okay 12 we'll have a 12 team playoff i got no problem with that I just don't want to hear from team number 13 that you belonged in there. Hey, what about us? Win. Win games. Win all your games. But, Wolf, we went 9-3. and three. Shouldn't we get in? Win all your games. Oh, Sit down okay. and be quiet. All right, that was Wolf and Down Your Lunch. That, is that how we're going to end Wolf and Down Your Lunch every time now? Sit down and be quiet? Yeah, I think so. Maybe we should end the show that way. Yes. Okay. Okay, sit down and be quiet. But it only works if Aaron tells that to us at the end of Wolf and Down Your Lunch. I see. Okay.